gonna drink? Drink to your leg? I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we drink to our legs. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. I just want to start off by saying thanks to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt and I, big episode 50. Extremely proud that we reached that milestone and thanks a lot to everyone for participating and congrats to our two winners who won merch. So now for episode 51 of Easy Conversations, the first of 2021. Extremely excited, of course, to be back in studio virtually with Matt. Say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's having a good time right now. Um, And I hope you're all excited for this amazing episode we're about to have big episode indeed so for the first episode of 2021 like i already said brought a big heavy hitter on making his first <laughs> debut in the podcast world my homie mohammed ba say what's up to the yes, people sir, yes sir thank you man hope everyone's good it's my first podcast so it's gonna be kind of weird for me but you know had to do it for easy you know appreciate you and i think this topic is definitely in your area of expertise so Mo and Definitely. I, something that I do miss from being back in the office is that back in the day, we would always be talking about the upcoming releases in the hip hop world. So what albums were coming out soon and which albums had dropped. And that's something mm-hmm. I've missed in 2020. So since we've had a lot of time to think about the albums that have come out, it's only right that we do a top 10 hip hop albums of 2020 episode. So Mo, I know you listen to a lot of artists and I'm excited yes, to hear your your top 10 and I'm excited to share my top 10 and hear Matt's, of course. So we're just going to go round table style in this one. Mo, you can start us off with your number 10 hip-hop album of 2020. And then we'll go around and um, just share our thoughts on uh, each album. And I hope you all learn some new albums to go back to and enjoy. So without further ado, Mo, what was your um, number 10 album of 2020? My number 10 was actually, you're going to be like, wow, of course, it's Pop Smoke. Okay. You know? Um, just cause of like, you know, of course he doesn't, he's not that lyrical or anything like that, but to me, it's like more the energy he brings. So like, that's the type of music I listen to. Like when I go to the gym or when I'm, you know, when I'm doing any type of, when I go running or whatever, whatever I do, you know, he, he pumps me up and it's just like, he has that 50 cent vibe, you know, that early, like 2003 vibe. And, um, just like, there's no one else like him. And the fact that like he came in the game, like what, 2019, 2018, he brought us all of this. And it was just like a, like a, like two percent of what he could have brought if he was still alive. And you know he had to pass. He passed away like twenty years old, unfortunately. But you know, yeah, like it's just the energy and like like I listen to his songs a thousand times. Like and I can keep listening to him over and over again. And it's like, um, the thing I think about music is that if you can't listen to an artist more than like let's say an album, especially more than ten times, like that means like that song, the album wasn't for you type of thing. You know. And yeah, that's what I thought was the difference between his album and everyone else I have on my list here. It's just the energy and the way he just says things and his voice, you know, like that voice when you hear it, it just gives you like excitement. And yeah, man, that's that that's what it is. Wow. Well said, man. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Great rundown on the album. I loved uh, Pop Smoke's album. You're Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moons. That's the album you're... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really liked it yeah, as well. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. A lot of great songs exactly. on there. And you said you had a great point in that to make your top 10, it has to be an album that you do listen to a lot and like it doesn't get old. And considering that it's a pretty long album, 19 songs, yeah, and you exactly. still listen to it like on the regular and I, I agree, it's great music to work out to. I'll, that's definitely when I'll throw on those songs on the album. For me, I'll just say no, it's not on my top 10. I definitely enjoy the album a lot, but for me, it's because mm-hmm. it's it's a little long to me, but... 
still a lot a lot of bangers right. I loved on there like Gangsters. That's my favorite song on the album. I think it's pretty uh, sweet for the night. Aim yeah. for the moon. Um, I like right. make it rain. Make it rain's good. Make it rain. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. Like yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. woo. And the, the woo. thing I like about this album is that like he switched it up a bit, right? Like usually he's always like you know his voice. He's always going crazy, and then like he brings it like uh, kind of R and B. You know he 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 has that R and B vibe and stuff like that. So that's something I liked as well in this album. You know. Very versatile. Yeah, and he also had a couple of TikTok hits too, like What You Know About Love, yeah. Enjoy Yourself. Mm. Definitely Man, too bad, exactly. gone too soon. Crazy. Way too soon, way too soon. So, great pick. Uh, Matt, what's your uh, number 10? My number 10 is uh, also an artist who left us way too early. He's my he's on, he's on in my number 10 spot because I don't, I don't know if it's considered strictly hip-hop, but... It was on the list of stuff I had to listen to, so I'm just gonna I put it in my top ten. It's Mac Miller's Circles. I discovered a lot of new artists this year because I I'm stuck to listening to hip hop from the '90s. So doing this list this year, I was listening to a lot of stuff I hadn't heard before. And Mac Miller, I didn't know anything about his music, and I just love that whole album. It was very like sad to listen to, but I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, again, like what genre is it? You guys tell me. But I I loved it. I think Mac, like Mac Miller is definitely a rapper first and foremost, but he's also, he's a musician, mm-hmm. super talented. And if you've listened to the pod, you know that Mac was one of my favorite artists of all time. So I definitely of say like, it's a rap album, Damn. even though he's not rapping on it as much as he has on all of his other projects, really his albums. I'd say it's definitely a rap album. Like shocker. It's on mm-hmm. my list as well. But uh, I'll get talk about it later. But yeah, yeah, beautiful album, but super sad to listen to as well. Mm-hmm. Just knowing really? like passed away at twenty six. So mm-hmm. yeah, did you listen to the album, Mo? That's the thing I was gonna say. I actually never really listened to Mac Miller like that. Like when I was like back in the days, like in high school, you know, I used to kind of listen to some of his uh, most popular songs and stuff. But other than that, man, I actually didn't even listen to the album at all. It's weird. But I'm gonna definitely check that out though. You know, just because you brought it up, but. Nah, I'm, I'll, I'll check it out for sure, though. My number 10, and this is kind of why I have this album as my number 10, is because I really love this album, but I've only listened to it four times fully. It's King's Disease by Nas and Hit Boy. Ooh. So yeah. I definitely thought when I started making this list that I'd have this very high. Like, the first time I heard it, I was like, this is an unreal album, and what a return to form for Nas who obviously everyone knows Illmatic and I think has had a few other really good albums like Life is Good. That's one of the one of the first albums I heard by Nas actually in 2012 mm. um, other than Illmatic right. and I love that album and I think it's his best since then. And I think wow. Hit Boy did a, an amazing job at giving yeah. Nas a sound that appeals to the new generation and satisfied old school like Matt 90s right. fans. And I think all three of us like 90s hip hop, so like it's a good 100%. um balance yeah. that they found. A lot like songs like um Replace Me with Don Tolliver and Big Sean. Like that's a song I think that people yeah. who don't really know Nas will listen to because yeah. of those features and Nas doesn't sound out of place on that song. It's only 12 songs, 13 with a bonus track. I love the running time. It's not too long. All the songs are fantastic. So that's my number 10 to start my list off. Definitely, definitely a big album. It's on my list too, so we'll talk about yeah. it more when I get, right. get to okay. that. Yeah. Sounds good. 
So my number nine now, it's kind of a giveaway. You can see I'm rocking the shirt. You'll see this will be on the cover of the pod. So my number nine, which could be extremely controversial that I have it this low, but it's Run the Jewels 4 by the group Run the Jewels. I love this group. My reasoning for it, again, kind of falls in line with King's Disease. It's an album that I loved the first few times I listened to, but replay value not as much as the ones I have higher on my list. That being said, I don't want to downplay how great this album is. Mm -hmm. Killer Mike and LP are an amazing duo, one of the best in rap, especially nowadays. And they bring it again. Like, I think they're four for four in all their albums. But to me, like, Run the Jewels 2, which is the t-shirt I'm rocking right now, and Run the Jewels Mm -hmm. 3 are a little superior to Run the Jewels 4. But the lyricism and the content of what they're rapping about is so relevant today in that they're rapping about mm-hmm. political injustices that happened in 2020 and have happened in the last like mm-hmm. five years, let's say. So a lot of recent references that you'll understand. And it's thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Like you're listening to this and the things that are saying are super sad that like these are the realities that we've just accepted that like yeah this like police brutality is something that we will tweet about but we won't do that much more to actually make concrete change and in saying mm-hmm. that i'm not saying that i'm actually making as much of an effort to lead change as i should be so it's just like it really thought provoking stuff and they make like enjoyable songs right. to listen to as well so run the jewels 4 mm-hmm. i definitely recommend I wrote down like a few of my favorite songs on the album as well. I love like the three song run from Holy Kalama Fuck, whatever that mm-hmm. means, Goonies <laughs> versus E.T. and Walking in the Snow. Like those three songs in a row are amazing. Just bangers. Like LP as a producer is unreal, super underrated. So yeah. that's my number nine and Run the Jewels four. Very solid. Mm. I think there'll be more on that later. Okay, my number nine is uh, uh, Saurox, the sharecropper's daughter, which I didn't know who she was before doing my homework, which I basically spent the last two months listening to, like, all these artists. And I just thought Mm -hmm. this album, she was great on the album. And I don't know, the more I re-listen to it, I'm like, it has to be on my list. So have you guys listened to her album? No, no. no. I did not listen to her album. (laughs) I've actually never heard of that. I will now, though. I'm saying, yeah. Same here, but uh, it was on my friends list from work, and I just I re-listened to it a bunch of times, and it's just solid. And there's like she has good features. Some of the songs have good uh, featured artists on there, like Black Thoughts on one of the songs, and it's great. No, there's just really they're really catchy the songs. Like I listen to it at the gym a lot. Same with Run the Jewels for Eric. Um, Just like good beats. Okay, well then I guess we'll move on to Mo's number nine then. Well, no, I just have a question actually on that, like, okay. Sarah Rock. Is she more like a lyrical artist or, like, you said catchy songs, yeah. but is the vibe, like, 90s-style rap or it's more modern, like, Meg the Stallion kind of no, rap? No, it's or... more old school. It's more okay. old school. She has a great, like, uh, she has a great flow. It didn't feel modern. Like, to me, I don't, like, now, everyone, every listener, take this with a grain of salt. Like, I'm, like, kind of a newbie when it comes to the new stuff. Okay. I'm really stuck listening right. to old stuff. To only old stuff so right. but i felt like i got a good like old school vibe from her songs okay all right i'll check it out mo what do you got for number uh, nine i'm just i'm laughing because um i'm gonna say something and like me and easy used to talk about it at work you know and i always used to always tell him yeah listen to him he's not that bad and he used to say what what's his name and then like little baby basically that's my number nine pick and i had to switch it up because i knew that like you guys were gonna pick a lot of like 
lyrical rappers and i'm like you know what my first top like my top 10 and 9 i have to like kind of give it to the new school like it's not lyrical rap it's kind of like rap that a lot of people mm -hmm. relate to and i think Lil baby also like pop smoke so he started rapping in 2017 and like right now this album is the number one album in the world and he this, this is the album that sold the most this year wow. you know and no one talks about it really but like it's 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 crazy you know like the the growth he has and what he's he's been doing this like this past like year actually it's, it's crazy you know and just the things he talks about um in this album as well like he kind of does it in a different way but it's like not a lot of people listen to lyrical rappers right nowadays too right it's like he kind of resonates with the people like kind of my people a bit younger you know and it's like he talks about just what the the injustice that happens and yeah. but in a different way you know he's not gonna hit like hit hit them with the bars and stuff like that you know but like he says it in a subtle way in a very easy to understand way and melodic way and I think that's very like it's 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 impressive to me you know what he has done this year. So yeah, I mean of course when we used to talk about like little baby the baby little like baby. those are guys that kind of didn't take seriously just based on their name and I've said it already on the pod people know but. Yeah. Little baby, I definitely respect, yeah. and I mean it's undeniable. Like he's on like your artist of the year, top three, if not number one, on a lot of lists, and like a lot of people have this album as their favorite yeah. and the best of the year. And I'm, exactly. I knew it was gonna be on your list. I thought higher, to be honest. But <laughs> no, I actually like this album a lot, and it came out in like February. I want to say because I remember I was listening to it a lot pre-covid right, and right. like a lot of songs yeah. i love on this album again similar to the pop smoke album like a little long again but right. whoa live off my closet same thing emotionally scarred uh -huh. commercial forever right. that's six songs in a row that i just absolutely love right so there's a lot of good stuff on this exactly album. no definitely man like how as well yep. like just the like, I feel like it's a long album, like you said, man. But the thing is, like, I feel like there's a lot of good songs. And usually, like, when an album is over 20 tracks, like, after the 10th one, you're just like, yo, I don't want to listen to this anymore, you know? And with this one, it's like, there's a lot of them that I liked. And, you know, that's what I find impressive. When you can have a lot of um, tracks in an album and a lot of them are good, that's, that's like, impressive yeah, to me, you know? For sure. But, yeah. Matt, did you listen to Little Baby, My Turn? Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my notes here. I I wrote down great beside it, so I think I only listened to it once, and I didn't didn't give it a re-listen. But I really liked it. I had like 50 albums I had to choose from, so I probably just like squeezed for time, you know. Yeah, no, it was good stuff. I mean, I liked it as well. So yeah, Mo, you can give us your um, number eight now. Just back, right back at you. Okay, perfect. So my number eight is actually Buster Rhymes. Um. Extinction level number 11, event two actually it's called and yeah and at the end like Busta Rams like he 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 gave me that old school school vibe you know it wasn't like uh, pop smoke the new school vibe uh, Busta is a complete opposite he's been in the game since like 1989 I believe and like just just the things he's done and the fact that he bought this album it was actually good because a lot of rappers like after like what it's been 30 years now basically 31 years since 1989 and like the fact that he's still relevant and that he was still t like lyrical and the same Busta Rhymes and he brought people like um Q-Tip you know and he brought like um this um group called MOP and just a lot of great stuff and he, he took a lot of samples and made them great and it's just for me the fact that he was um able to still be Busta Rhymes and not lose his lyricism and not lose his bars and just the way he he's still himself and the his energy as well that's the thing like it's almost like he's pop smoke has energy up for the new age like i was talking about before but buster like if you listen to this guy like yo like if you're running 
five miles, you're going to do 10 miles if you listen to this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, it's, it's crazy, you know? But yeah, now Busta Rhymes is my eighth um, pick for sure. Yeah. Matt, did you Very check out this solid. album? Yeah, I did. I loved it. I just left it off the list because, like, the length of the album and... I, I don't know. I just... It it, it could have made... It would have made my top 20, let's just say. But, uh... No, I love right. Busta Rhymes. I like old-school Busta Rhymes. And, like, he, he was just... He was back in this album. And I love his rapping, like, his style. Like, he's not angry when he raps, but energetic, you know? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eric? Yeah. Um, I know Moe recommended this album to me. You're going to be disappointed. I, I stopped listening to it after a few songs, but I know, and take that yeah. with a grain of salt, I'm not a huge Busta fan to begin with. I love his first right, album, right. but I'm, uh-huh. I've just never been crazy about him overall, and I right, definitely right, respect right. what he's done, like 31 years in the game. That was some good math earlier, nice. like 89, what, how much? Yeah, yeah. But no, he's definitely <laughs> been doing his thing. And like, to drop an album like this that a lot of people are saying like is a... I don't know, like, you don't want to throw a classic too soon there, but, like, a really good album mm-hmm. for him this late in his career. Right. It's impressive. And I, exactly. I heard the song with Kendrick. I love that one. I'll have to give it another and a second chance for sure. My my number eight's a repeat from earlier. It's Pop Smoke, oh. Shoot nice. for the Stars, Ooh. Aim for the Moon. I yeah. love this. I love wow. this album. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it, like, pretty much every, like, every time I was going walking to the gym, I would be listening to it to, like, get me pumped. Mo, everything you said earlier, like I echo everything you said. There's not much more needs wow. to be said. Like I totally agree with mm. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a big album, man. Definitely. What's your favorite song on it, Matt? I like the second song for the night. Yeah. I know, like it's it was a hit too, and I like that the Many Men remix, mm. like Got It On Me. I think mm. that's yeah. Like, you hear that on the radio, but I don't know. I just kind of like that and the Woo, uh, Make It Rain, yeah, West yeah. Coast shit was good. That song, West Coast yeah. shit. I don't know. There's just, just every, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, oh, I'm digging these songs. I just mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah. The more you listen to it, the more you like it. It's like it's what's going on in this album, yeah. you know. And the fact that Fifty actually was on the production, I think that's what helped a lot too, you know. He's like the mm-hmm. mini me for Fifty, you know, and yeah. I think he helped him a lot, you know. And it's crazy how much he yeah. actually sounds like Fifty Cent on a lot of songs. And the the only problem was that yo fam, he's twenty. Like, I thought he was 30 yeah. when I first heard him. I'm like, who's this guy? You know, 25, 30. And then, like, he's tw- born in 99. I'm like, what's going on? Man? Crazy. So, good pick, Matt. So, my number eight now is an artist that I'm going to give a little background on. So, it, the album's called Glass 2.0 by Mayhem, Loren, and Harry Fraud. And I also want to say that the three albums I have so far, a little commonality between the three is that they're all produced by one artist. So, one producer made all the beats on them little uh, mm-hmm. trend I've got on my, a few of my albums. You'll see later. Right. So Mayhem Loren is an artist that I've known for many years through Action Bronson, who's another rapper I've been a fan, on, fan of for a while. And I kind of always dismissed Mayhem Loren as like um, a poor man's Action Bronson because they rap the yeah. same way. Very lyrical. Mm-hmm. They'll um, have like comedic lines rap about the food they eat, the places they travel to, etc. So I just, every time I heard a Mayhem Loren feature on an Action Bronson song, I thought, like, okay, yeah, this is cool, but you sound exactly like Action Bronson. Be original kind of thing. Right. Now, I actually mm-hmm. listened to this album based on Matt's friend's recommendation, being because I recognized the name and he said this was a great album. And it's an amazing EP. So nine songs... 
that he just absolutely bodies from start to finish. Some extremely impressive lyricism, like a lot of alliteration rap. So he'll rap like three words in a row that sound the same and a lot of multi-syllable mm-hmm. words. So it's just some really right. impressive lyricism and words you don't really hear often. So one, like there's a bunch of lines there that I, I could have written, but one of them that just stood out to me is like, monogram monopoly is dead stock debauchery. Like who uses these words? Anyways, I don't know. Just interesting stuff. Uh, and I would definitely recommend this album to anyone who likes lavish production. And Harry Fraud's an amazing producer who I've known for a long time and I'm yeah. impressed that he's still going and pumping out good products. And Mayhem Loren, it went, he made me go back and listen to a few of his old albums, like Glass One, also great. Yeah, right. I would definitely recommend. Mode, have you, I know Matt, well, you know it because you recommended it to me there, but Matt, um, Mode, do you know of Mayhem Loren and have you heard this EP? That's it. I, I, I know Action Bronson, you know, and I for sure saw like a couple of tracks with him, but I haven't really like put my time into like actually listening to him yet, but I definitely will. Now I'm actually taking notes, bro. You guys are cool. giving me artists to listen to, you know? Excellent. Definitely, man. Yeah. So no, it's really good stuff, and it opens with like the first song, Poseidon's Wrath, is really good. The second song is good, and then right. the third song, Yuka. By that point, I was hooked into the EP, and I'd say that like I've already right. said on the pod, the three song theory. If by the third song you don't have me hooked, I'm out of there. See a Busta Rhymes. But anyways, I'm just saying like <laughs> you gotta like I think See that's your hook. Rhymes. And in my opinion, wow. the third song has to be, if not the best song, one of the best songs. And for me, Yuka is the best song. So. Mayhem Loren gets it. Anyways, that's my number right. eight. Matt, thoughts on Glass, or are we going to hear about it later, possibly? We'll, we'll possibly hear about it later. All right, I'll go again. But I would say uh, Glass 1 and Glass 2, check it out. Mayhem Loren, Harry okay. Fraud. So my number seven is an album called Spillagen by the group Spillage Village, which may sound a little Spillage goofy. Village. And this is a group that I discovered like a week before the album dropped, basically. So it was good timing and pretty lucky. And it was it's a super group comprised of a lot of artists from Atlanta. So a few of them you may know, like J.I.D. or Jid, however you say his name. Great, great mm, rapper. Mm. The group Earth Gang. So it's two artists. And Black. Yeah. So six lakh, as some people mistakenly pronounce it. But um, And a few other artists that I don't really know their names off the top there, but a super strong album that grows on you a lot. Like the first time I heard it, I thought it was decent because I had heard the last album that they dropped a few years ago. And I thought that one was much better bears like this too much, which I would definitely recommend definitely more like modern rap, catchy songs, bangers, good workout music. And this one is definitely more of a spiritual album. Like it's in the title spillage that's their religion kind of thing. And it's, like a lot of religious lyrics without being too preachy though. Like there's a lot of catchy songs on there. And like I said, it just grows on you over time. And there are a lot of bangers too. Like the second song, Baptize, sick song to work out to. Spillage and really good. Ages well, like fine wine that you would drink after uh, church. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, no, Spillage and definitely recommend. Have you guys heard this album? Mo? No. No? <laughs> no, nah, I haven't. I haven't. I, I listened to it once, but like, unfortunately, Eric, I only had one glass of wine. I didn't let it age, so I only did the <laughs> one-time listen. And I, my notes say... I let it age, yeah, man. My notes say very good, so I did like it. I just never gave it another chance. Wow. Very good. Wow. 
for me, it was definitely the second or third listen that like I really liked it because I think I liked okay. their other album a lot more, and I, th- I was expecting more of those vibes, like just songs you don't really have to think about and just enjoy because they're catchy and stuff. But no, this mm-hmm. like there's more um, substance to it, which I don't listen to their old album at all anymore, and I still listen to Spillage, and so that's why I have it at number seven, and. Yeah, it's good stuff. So Mo, I would definitely recommend. Like you know, Jid or JID. So I, th- I think you'd like. Yeah, it. I know JID. I, yeah. I know Black. I know the the zom- the what's it? What's the, what's the group called again? The zombies one? Would you say the the uh, broken Earth Gang? The, Earth Gang. My bad. Cause you showed. Remember, yeah. like we're we're in the car. You showed me them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I definitely know everyone in that group. But I'm gonna have to give it a listen for sure, man. Yeah, man. I think you'll like it. Yeah, definitely, man. So Matt, All right. kick us off. My number seven, we've already talked about it. It's uh, Run the Jewels 4. Like, I even texted Eric when I first listened to him, like, this is amazing. And Eric's like, yeah, yeah. D-. Like, re-listen to your, make sure you re-listen to them and, like, don't get too excited right away. Like, one-time listen. Oh, this is going to be my top three or number one. But, uh, no, I, after re-listening to Run the Jewels 4, I, I knew it was going to be in my top ten. I just gonna give a shout out to the second song on the album is uh, Ooh La La mm. and DJ Premier does the beat and mm. Gangstar is my favorite like one of my favorite groups and it's a callback to one of the songs on Hard to Earn Damn. so Big. I don't know it just a, it just made me laugh listening to that song right. okay. but uh, no like, from top to bottom great album right. for, to me like I think there's a few like two songs I would have cut from it Never Look Back and The Ground Below. But everything mm-hmm. other than that, I think, is like top notch. Like vintage Run the Jewels. Yeah, Mo, um, are we gonna hear more about Run the Jewels for later? Or, uh you know, no, just... no, not on my list. No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not on my list. So I guess it's my turn for the seven. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah. So number seven for me is actually Conway the Machine from A King to a God, and I'm sure that Eric is gonna bring that up later. <laughs> Maybe, I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. Um, but yeah, no, that album, man, I, I liked it a lot. And it's like just the fact that he, he talks about his environment and his life story and what he'd been through, like the fact that he got shot, like I think it was three times. And that's what gave him that, like, you know, that even that voice, the the style, the way he raps, like it, I'm not going to say it helped him because he definitely he got shot. It's not going to help anyone. But it kind of made his voice more <laughs> like raw, you know, like when you listen to him, you actually feel every single thing he says and you know he means it, you know, type of thing. And yeah. just, I like the, the storytelling and just the way he sets up his bars, man. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just different, man. It's a different sound. It's a different voice. And I, just, I it's, it's crazy, man. Like the, it's just the way, like even the whole Griselda, of course, but then we're going to talk about that later. Um, it's just the, the, the way they rap is just, it's different, man. It's just, I, I love that, man. I love that sound, the street talk, the, 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 the it's just their stories. It's just crazy. It's like a movie, you know? No, Conway, like, it's in his name. The guy's a machine. And like you said, and I'll say it again, too, like, the guy's just different. The way he raps. No one's rapping like Conway no, in 2020. Man. And I don't know how he used to rap before. I, I think he's he got shot a long time ago, too. Yeah. So he de- he got, like, Bell's palsy, which, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how he was rapping before, but definitely he's... A lot of people would have taken that as... They said, I can't rap anymore. And he made that his own style and took a negative and made a positive out of it. And Look at him now. He's one of the best lyricism yeah. in 2020 for sure. Right. So, right. yeah, we'll definitely be touching on that album later. But, no, you gave a good rundown on it. And, um, right. It's, it's a great album for sure. Great album. Definitely. Yeah, I listened to it many times. And, I I mean, spoiler alert, it, it did not make the cut. Ooh. But okay. uh, it would have made my top 20 easily. I really liked it. Right, right. 
really good stuff. So, Mo, what's your uh, number six album? My number six album is actually Dave East, Karma 3. Oh, nice. And, um, man, this album, I think, is probably, bro, one of his best albums. Because just the, like, the, the I feel like he, because he dropped another album this year. And, like, I feel like it wasn't received as well as, as he wanted it to be received. And then when he dropped Karma 3, though, man, like, just the, the, the things he was talking about. Like, about things like... Um, like nowadays in your society, people always want to be someone else. They watch someone, they want to be like them. But he, he talks about it a lot, like be you and don't try to be anyone else. Cause when you try to be someone else, it's it's only gonna last that long, you know. And 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 then when you when it's time to be yourself, you don't know who you are anymore. And it's just things like that, you know. Especially society with social media and stuff like that, a lot of people kind of lost themselves, you know, just trying to live someone else's life, trying to be like this person, that person. And I think um, what he, he's showing in his album and talking about his environment and where he came from. And he, he used to be a basketball player. He, used to, he played with, uh, actually, Kevin Durant. I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, yeah, no. like, ba- yeah, he wow. played in high school with him. And he was a good basketball player. And then he took it another route. And now, you know, um, he made it to a rapper. But, and he was, he's a beast, you know. And Davis is just is crazy. His voice, he has that method man like type of voice, you know. And just the way yeah. he acts, it kind of gives me that vibe, you know. And... Just the, the realness of his raps and his, his bars and the content of his album is just, I think, is amazing, man. Yeah. Did you listen to this album, uh, Matt? Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. I listened to it many times. Um, great pick, Mo. Yeah, no, definitely a crazy album, man. Yeah, I like Karma 3 as well. Like, I know you've been all, you've been talking about Dave East a long time. Like, probably as long as I've known you, I've always heard you say, like, Dave East is Dave dope. East, and I, I like this album a lot as well. And, uh, super good rundown and how important it is like it nowadays i find is the easiest time to lose yourself and just want to be like someone else because you see them on social media every day and that's something that we need to not give ourselves up for because there's only one you you don't try to be like someone else right like why be a poor man's rep um a poor man's imitation of someone else when you can be an authentic person yourself i don't get it but important uh, subject matter in there for sure and a lot of catchy songs like i love the opening song handsome i think is a banger bro handsome was was a great song like even unruly i don't know if you guys know um you you listen to unruly but unruly was a great song too um he has Mm -hmm. a track there with uh benny actually as well um i think it's a stone killer or something like that stone killer um and he has a track with um trey songs too you know, just talking about like, cause I feel like pops. A lot of these rappers, they kind of get killed in their own city nowadays. You know, and like he, he just talks about how like um, it's kind of sometimes not from the people you you don't get love from the people you know that are close to. Usually, sometimes it's actually you have to get out of your environment and go somewhere else, and they will receive you better than people around you. Cause some people have jealousy sometimes, and they prevent you from achieving what you what you want to achieve, and they're 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 jealous of your talent because they don't have any talent. So like. They're, they're gonna like do everything in their power instead of doing what they have to do in life they're gonna do everything in their power to prevent you from achieving what you have to achieve and i think like he just talks about that and that happens to a lot of people like pop smoke he got killed because he was doing something and people didn't really you know the jealousy came in and he got killed and a lot of these people especially in rap you know it doesn't happen i think in other genres but in rap in general like um the jealousy aspect of things is just you know it has to change because man you we lost a lot of great artists like that you know and then, like, a lot of them are only appreciated, really, after they pass, which is unfortunate, I find. Why, don't, why didn't we just appreciate these people more when they were alive? And why did, why, did we, why did it have to get to this point that we're now praising these 
artists who have People, passed yeah. away, you know. Like so. Give them their flowers now, you know. Appreciate them now before they leave. No, you're right, man. Exactly, like, man. Like, appreciate the people around you while you can. So a lot of uh, life lessons in these raps as well. Yeah, East. definitely. Yeah, well said. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, Matt, my number uh, six. Let's go number six, yeah. All right. I never thought this album would make my list. Just staring at the, the name of Like, I didn't know. I had never listened to this artist's albums before. I knew the name, of course, and I'm like, there's no way this is making my list, but uh, at number six, I have Logic, uh, No Pressure. Logic. Now, the, I really love this album, but what put it over the edge for me to make my top 10 was, he basically, he presented his album like my one of my favorite albums of all time, uh, Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest. He has the same interludes as, that, as in that album. Plus some of the songs sample like Outcast beats from their pre from their old school album. So and I love Outcast and a tribe called Quest. So like that that homage just like put it in my top threw put it over the edge for me. And I really like No Pressure. Like there's some what are the songs I like? Like Hit My Line, the Open Mic song, Soul Food Two. I don't know. Like just the whole album fl flowed like one long song for me, and I just. Had it on repeat for a couple of weeks, you know, like once a day, maybe once every two days. And I never thought I would like Logic, um, but I really, really like this album. <laughs> uh, Mode, like, did you listen to this album? No pressure? I, the thing is, I kind of listened to it, but honestly, Logic for me, it's like, I don't know, man. I, I used to like him in the beginning, like when he came out and I was like, who's this guy? You know, like he, he his sound and the way he's rapping. And then now it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I want something new now. It's like, I, he always sounds the same for me. And like, I just can't listen to him too long. I don't know what it is though, man. But I'll definitely give it a listen to just because of what, what you said. Maybe I missed something, you know, but yeah, I'll definitely listen to him again just to see. So I think that's a very valid point. His last few albums have been extremely repetitive and they all sound the same. And he constantly, yeah. he hasn't not dropped an album since 2012. So that's an overdose, wow. I think, of Logic content, which I was a huge fan in 2013. That's when I discovered him. I thought all of his new projects were amazing. I loved his first album, uh. Under Pressure. And then The Incredible True Story, I thought was great. Then after that, that's where it started to dip because it was, again, like maybe a few um, like uniqueness is to his albums. But um, there are a lot of similarities. That being mm -hmm. said, No Pressure, I thought was a great album and a great return to form and his third best album in my opinion i'd put wow. no pr under pressure and the incredible true story above but i think this is a, a great way to go out for logic and i actually listened to this album today because originally i did have this album in my top 10 there's a few albums that slid in there last second glass 2.0 is one of them so Damn. logic you could have been on here but anyways that being said like i think it's a really good album and not too long Again, like it's it's an hour theme songs, but a lot of good messages on his um, songs, and it's um it's a direct sequel essentially to his first album, Under Pressure. It's a mirroring okay. of the Under Pressure, and then at this at the end of his career, there's no pressure, right? Like, and that's what I like about Logic is that a lot of his albums are like movies or short stories, basically told through music. He's an extremely creative guy. I bought his book Supermarket. It's not mm -hmm. bad actually. So. Mo, I definitely recommend it. If you thought that, like, listening to his last few albums, you thought it was like, oh, it all sounds the same. This, he definitely, and Matt said it super well. It's a lot of tribe, a lot of a lot of outcast, and just like he's 
accepted who he is. And like one thing he's always tried to do in his whole career is like not let the hate get to him too much and like always preach peace, love and positivity, which I think are great messages. Like Logic mm-hmm. is a great human being, I think. And the messages in his music are extremely um, enlightening and inspiring that he's always saying like we're always going to be better as a society together rather than spreading hate and oppression and stuff so i think there's a lot of that messaging in there again and and to what you said mo i can't get tired of logic because this was my first album by him so maybe i would feel the same way yeah like i didn't i've literally stuck listening to old music right right, like it's a problem i have and it's a good problem This episode really made me break me broke me out of my shell and I explored a lot wow. which is why I was super excited to do, do this episode. It was just the homework was great. Yeah, you probably <laughs> felt like how I felt like when I first discovered Logic, you know, cuz it's your first album, but I, like I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. give him a listen though just to see give him a second chance, you know. Oh, it was a good pick, Matt. Thanks. My number 6 would be this is my only album that's more than I think like 14 songs on here. It's Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by Kid Cudi. Mm. I think it's a worthy choice to break my short album trend. I think it's his second best solo album behind his first album, Man on the Moon 1. I do love a lot of songs on Man on the Moon 2, like Marijuana, Mojo So Dope, Erase Me, Mr. Rager. Like Those are songs that bring me back to high school. But this, I think... There are less forgettable songs on this album than there are on Man on the Moon 2. I think this is classic Kid Cudi vibes from the first song, Tequila Shots. Like These are new age songs to like pre-drink to whenever we get back into that world where we can all get together and like play some beer pong. Like You know I'm just going to be partying to like, She Knows This, Tequila Shots, Heaven on Earth. Like, I can just picture it right now. But anyways, that, mm. that'll be next year. Soon, man. Soon. <laughs> so it, it's just some good stuff. And... Like, it's an 18-song album, and there are no skips for me at this point. This album did come out a few weeks ago, but I'm still listening to it from start to finish. So I think if this is his last album, he's going out the game the same way he came in with a classic. So I think it's a great album. I almost had it in my top five, but there's a a last-second switch. But definitely recommend it. Did you guys listen to this album? Yeah, I did. I listened to it like once, man, and you're right, man. It was a great album. It didn't make it to the top 10 for me, but it was definitely like uh, his second top albums ever, you know, and it was good. It was a very good comeback for him because I feel like he disappeared for a bit and like he didn't get a lot of success with his like other things he was doing after that. But this album was definitely good, man. Yeah, I listened to it too. I loved it, but um, I had to, I didn't give it a lot of re-listens, which is why it didn't, didn't make my list. Okay, not fair enough. Yeah. And I think like the first nine songs on the album to me are just amazing. And I think like if he had closed the album there, it would have been like ten out of ten. But overextend, like not overextended, you know. But I think it the back half may maybe isn't as strong, but still enjoyable songs. Like September sixteen is my favorite song on there, and that's the twelfth song. So I think like the trend in my albums anyway has been like twelve song albums. That's the way to go. But um, yeah, so that's my number six, Man on the Moon 3. It's great stuff. So my number five has been mentioned already. Some people might assume that I have this album higher, but I do not. It's my number five. It's Circles by Mac Miller. Mm. Nice. 
it's a well-known fact, if you've heard this pod, that I almost cried when Mac Miller died. No yeah. lie. That was yeah. tough. And uh, that's just like the nostalgia and like high school just always brings me back. And I love all of his albums. So yeah. it's tough. So when I found out that he was releasing an album, this was at the start of the year. They announced that he the first single, Good News, was dropping January, uh, I think, 13th. And the album dropped January 20th. So it was really last minute that his first posthumous album would be released. So I was ecstatic, super pumped that we'd be getting more of his music because I did know that he had a lot of music recorded and I do want to hear more. Like we've already said, it's a super sad album. It's not that much rap, but he sings super well on it and deals uh, talks about dealing with depression, alcoholism, drugs, all that, that's already been well-documented in his music. But this was a follow-up album to his album, Swimming. I think Swimming is his most complete rap album, but this one is the one that has a clear resolution about there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Whatever you're suffering through and dealing with in your life, all your demons that you're battling with, there are better days ahead. So just keep fighting. Don't give up. It's extremely unfortunate that he did die to a drug overdose there for the rest of us. And that's what I, my main takeaway from Mac Miller now is that he gave us something for the ones who are struggling in life with whatever that may be, drugs, career, personal relationships, finding yourself, just don't give up. And I think that was his main message. And another message, well like, like we've already said before, it's like, let's appreciate each other while we're here, you know? Right, right. And Mac, yeah. with this album especially, a lot of people were praising him for this one. And, mm. I mean, I'm happy that he's, I guess, expanded his fan base after death. But, like, let's appreciate each other while we're here and uh, show others mm -hmm. love and give them their shine while they're, they can still work. Exactly. And not wait till they're gone to, and say, wow, he was great. And, yeah, no, definitely, man. Great pick, Eric. Yeah. Man, now I have to listen to this album, man. Whoa, man. That was like the longest. That's the album you actually stayed on the longest, man. So like now I have to like, wow, I have to go check it out, man. That song, Eric, Everybody, that, that like like that choked me up a little. That was sad. There's a lot of sad songs. Man, even Good News to me um, Good news, is yeah, sad, but yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful song as well. Mac was so talented. Yeah. The song Complicated, that's like life advice for everybody. Like, I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Everything said in that song. Okay, my number five now? Yep. Speaking of long albums, this album was long. <laughs> but then like two weeks ago, at this time this podcast is going to drop, Two weeks ago, it got even longer with a side B. Ooh. But uh, I'm talking about uh, Music to be Murdered by by Eminem. Wow. I'll be talking about side A more because I only listened to side B once. Okay. So, But the first half of the album, I absolutely love. I like every... Like, some of the songs are average, but the reason why Eminem's album's on my in my number five spot is there's two songs on this album, two of my favorites of the year, and those two songs are... You Gun Learn and uh, Ya Ya. I just love both those songs. Like, I just blast those in my headphones, and they're both featuring other rappers, too. So, M's got good backup on those songs. And I just think they're like complete bangers. Uh, did you guys uh, listen to Music to Be Murdered by? Yeah. I actually listened to it like last week, man. And like, the thing is, M is M, right? This guy can't do mm -hmm. wrong. Like, whatever he touches, he's just M. And like, you can never not really 
not be impressed with this guy. Like, whatever he does is just amazing. And I like the album a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't put him in the top 10. But this album, I can listen to a lot. Of, like, I listen to it, I think, 7 to 10 times. You know? Like, it's a great album. So, like, I just, I don't know. I didn't put it in my top 10. Because, like, you know, it's a lot of, like, at the end of the day, it's like, the old Eminem was, like, he had a lot of stories. He was going through struggles. So, he had a lot to talk about. And a lot that I could relate to and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, like, I, I was expecting something a little bit new in this album. It was a great album, you know, like you said. But nah, like, I just wanted something different. And it wasn't there. That's why it wasn't in my top ten. But it was a great album, though. Like you said, man. Yeah, I, I like music to be murdered by a lot, to be honest. I think it's one of yeah. Eminem's best albums in the last few years. And like, You Go Learn yeah. is my favorite song on the album. I love that. I love that song. Yeah. There's yeah. a few others like I think Darkness is really good like it's a uh -huh. crazy song how he ties in like yeah. the the Vegas shooting and um yeah oh, I mean just yeah. like him going on stage and stuff and like dealing with uh like drug addiction so super powerful like Leaving Heaven's a powerful song yeah yeah I'm just looking at the play like the track list No Regrets is good I Will is probably one of my favorites too mm -hmm. like with like almost all of Slaughterhouse except Joe Budden but, and yeah, Side B, I only listened to Side B once because it just dropped the other day there. But uh, a lot of good songs on there. Like, M Eminem is Eminem, like Mo said. Like, you know, you kind of know what to expect. His verses are going to go on forever. Like, you're not giving Eminem a 16. It's a 64, you know? Yeah. So, um, on every song. Yeah. But a lot of good songs on Side B. I couldn't really name you one at this time that stood out to me. Like, it's a lot of the same. So, I think Side A was definitely better. But mm -hmm. good stuff overall. Like, you gonna learn. Love that song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I guess now it's my turn. Um, so number five for me was actually uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, and nice. um, nice. for me, he I find him like one of the most unique people on my list right now, and like just like his cadence and his voice and the things, the way he says things, like he doesn't say like any other rapper that like the way he flows is just different, man, and he's 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 very unique and like. Um, the things he talks about, of course, like his upbringings and he, he, talk, for sure, he talks about the streets a lot because that's what made him what he is. And like the fact that he talks about now that he's a father, like he's kind of kind of changing. He has no choice now. He has a kid now, you know, so he has to take things a little bit differently. Like in, in his song, Baby Shit. Baby, what is it? Baby Shit, right? Yeah, that yeah, song. Like, I like that song a lot, actually, man. And no, I, I put him for sure his top five because his like every song, 1985, like... um. Uh, Scotty Beam, like all these songs were just great, and like, um, like the, the you're the one that actually Eric that made me listen to Freddie Gibbs a bit more because I remember at work like I listened to him, I used to listen to him a little bit, and you were like, yo, listen to this guy, and I'm like, I did, but like I, I didn't really like like him before, but then like when I actually listened to what he was saying, I was like, yo, this guy is different, man. Like he's he's crazy, and he has a song with uh, Benny the Butcher in there too that I liked a lot. Oh. man like that Frank song Frank Lucas yeah. oh man I was like yo like these two if they made an album together just that would be oh, man. ridiculous man that, but we that's could talk in about my that notes yeah, that's in your note <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy but no man this song this this album was definitely like top like five for sure even like it could have been a bit like it could have been like top my top two three on my list but like you know there's other um, albums that made it made the cut other than that one but no nah, that album was definitely amazing man I liked it a lot. And it's the perfect length, too. It's, like, short and sweet. Exactly. It's not like the Pop Smoke one, like you said, or the little Baby one, where it's, like, tw over 20 tracks. It's just all you needed, and he left, and that's it, you know? He didn't overdo it. Mm -hmm. 
music to be murdered by side B thirty six songs. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's yeah, ridiculous, bro. Yeah, that's man. Cool. I mean, Gibbs. I've been a Freddie Gibbs guy for a while, and I'm happy he's getting his shine now. But talk about that him later. But no, a good rundown. Like definitely the the father angle. Not really something I'd considered really, even though he right. talked like two songs are about babies so um the good uh, ex- added perspective to add to the alfredo right. love right right that will also be given later right good stuff a good pick so yeah man we can do a back-to-back what's your number four wow my number four is actually now it's actually benny the butcher burden of proof um okay that Man, this album, man. I think I, nice. I, I had it on the like on the on repeat. Like the first week when it came out, I was listening to the whole day. Like my friends were kind of getting tired of me, bro, because I kept playing it every day, and it kept telling me to change it. I'm like, nah, man, listen to this, bro. Like he, this guy's he's snapping and his bars. And the thing I like about Benny is actually like his confidence and what he says. Like he can make yeah. anything seem like oh shit, like yo, this yeah. guy is serious, you know. And just the fact that like where they came from, except expect like him, Conway, of course, and uh, Westside, like they all grew up together, and like the things they had to go through in Buffalo, New York, and no one really talks about Buffalo, right? And I I find it very like I find it amazing that people are actually looking at Buffalo now, just because of especially Benny, like oh, everyone else is very good as well, Conway, Westside, but Benny, like the the. The way he does things, like, even he's getting recognized by, like, the Nas's and, like, all these guys. Like, yo, you literally brought hip-hop back to life, you know? And the the shine he's putting on the city now because of his capabilities, his bars, um, talking about his environment, like, what he had to overcome to be where he's at. It's, like, him and Conway. Conway spoke about the same things, of course, in his album. And it's just, now nah, that album was definitely crazy. Like, tracks like Famous, um, tracks like... Mm-hmm. Um, which one? Like every, every track, man. Honestly, I I was gonna name different type of tracks, but all the every like every track was a, was a banger in that one, man. Big big album, yeah. And I'm sure you guys have that on your list too for some reason. You know, I can feel it. I can feel the vibe coming out of the 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 vibrations from you guys saying like, "Yo, I have more to say about that." So yeah, just I'm just gonna leave it to that. Yeah. Mo, you you couldn't be more uh, right, Mo, because like we'll just I'll just follow it up. Like my number four is. Benny the Butcher Burden. Wow. So we'll keep the conversation going. Yeah, no joke. I I loved it. And that song Famous, like what he's saying in there, I believe it a hundred percent. Like he's got all these things, but I still don't feel feel famous. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. I I love that song. This album grew on me like the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, it's it's going in my top ten. Oh no, wait, it's going in my top five and I'm it was like gonna be really high up and Mo, what you said, like, I don't think I need to add more. I want to hear Eric's thoughts on it. Right, right. Look at this, uh, this guy's like laughing and shit. Maybe He's there's like, more. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can definitely add more to it. We'll just have to wait a little longer. But, uh, oh, Mo, yeah, I think okay. you're dead on. Like, and that's one thing I also noted for Benny is like his confidence and cadence and charisma on every song wow. to me is what elevates him above a Conway. And we right. can get into that later as well on my list, but 100%. definitely, yeah. Uh, Benny, Benny is an animal, man. And the first time I heard awesome. of him was on Freddie Gibbs' wow. album Alfredo on the song Frank Lucas. Oh, and I actually looked this guy up. I'm like, who's Benny the Butcher? Right. And I see it's this 35 year old rapper. And for some reason, I don't know. I just like kind of dismiss like, okay, it's this older rapper. Like, yeah, he had a solid verse, but. He's not up and coming. He's middle aged. You know, like I kind of just see the way rap is nowadays is like it's a young man's sport. Yeah. But 
my my entire list basically except for mac miller are all artists who are in their 30s yeah and this is something i was going to say later but um on conway's album benny has a line that said um, that says it's a man's world. You at your best when you middle age. And it's so true. And Fast. I think it's something that we should kind of take to ourselves. And like, I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to succeed at a young age yeah. and be like put too much pressure to be like, Oh, we, I should be here. And like comparing ourselves to our peers and seeing like, Oh, my friends comparing. have all bought houses and stuff. And like, why am I not there? Right. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And exactly. that's like, that's one bar that stuck with me that Benny said on Conway's album. And I feel like the fact that his his age too, I didn't even know he was thirty five. But I think like a lot happened to him in his life, so he has a lot of content to sp- speak about. You know, like these younger rappers, they kind of talk about almost the same thing. But him, like he's thirty five, man. He's a grown man, so a lot happened in his life to like make him write how he writes and give him the confidence. It's like he's been practicing for all these years. Now he's a black belt at rap. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Man. And has only like blown up really since last year, I'd say maybe 2018. But I only found out about all these Griselda rappers this year. But you know, great picks, boys. Number four, Burden of Proof. It's good, good stuff for sure. Right. Okay, so mine, which I'm surprised it's this high for me to be honest, because I keep listening to it. I just keep coming back to it, and um, album is amazing to me. It's called "The Price of Tea in China" by Boldy James and the Alchemist. So, I think the first eight songs on this album are incredible. And I think if that was the whole album, 10 out of 10 again. Wow. Not to say that like the last four songs aren't great, but eight out, the first eight are amazing. So, Boldy James is a rapper again. He's in his 30s as well, mid-30s. He's been mm. around for a long time. And I've known of him for a while. He dropped his first album in like 2013. He was signed to Nas. There was a lot of hype around him. Right. Never delivered. Never blew up. Never became what Nas saw in him and even what Detroit saw in him. Like, he was like a rising star, basically. Never happened. Just kept grinding, kept working on his craft. And in 2020, he's dropped five albums. And (laughs) so, projects, I should say. So, EPs, mixtapes, and three proper albums, though. But The Price of Tea in China is the best one, head and shoulders above the rest. And that's largely due, I think, to The Alchemist's production, who makes this gritty um, like drug dealer soundtrack for Boldy wow. James, who's extremely cool on the track. And he, he kind of reminds me of a Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs hybrid, who are wow. ironically, or not really ironically, or fittingly, on this album as well. Wow. I would definitely recommend... It's a 38-minute album, perfect length. And he had another album, like I said, he had five this year, but another one called Real Bad Boldy that dropped a few weeks ago, which is also yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But uh, Price of Tea in China is definitely the one that I had to go with here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, have you guys heard of Boldy I, James? Bro, I was going to say, like, I think you sent it to me, bro. I think, like, I don't know when it was, like, a few, a couple months ago or something. I think you sent me, um, you told me this guy's sick, like, he, he can rap, you know, he can actually spit, you know? And I think I listened to, like, a few tracks that day. Like, I was on my break at work, so I'm like, let me listen to it. And I didn't, like, get the chance to actually listen to it again. But now, if it's your top four, man, I'm definitely going to go look at it, you know? That means, like, it's... It's a big, it's a nice album, man. So I'm going to definitely go check it out. I listened to it once, and now I will be giving it a re-listen after hearing you talk about it, Eric. 
he has a lot of lyrics that just fly under the radar because he like he, he doesn't have that Benny confidence or charisma I think but it's just so cool like he's just dropping these little references of things he used he has done in the past with mm-hmm. a lot of like a double entendres too he's a different like different style of rapper and like I said I think Gibbs Benny hybrid not wow. as good as them but still really good and I, I love this album would definitely recommend not not a lot of skipsies on there so wow. that's my number four okay so my number three also an album that's been mentioned almost had it at number two this is a, a debate between these two but mm. so it's from king to a god by conway the machine wow i think 2020 was the year of griselda i think so if you don't know griselda it's a rap collective that includes conway the machine benny the butcher west side gun and also boldy james is signed to griselda so it's another one and they're bringing back old school gangster lyrical rap and dark, gritty street production. You know Griselda's sound. If you've listened to enough of their music, like Derringer, Beat Butcher, you know their beats. And they never disappoint, I think. And yeah. Conway the Machine is someone that I've, like, I just found out about this year. But um, had heard his album with Alchemist, didn't think it was that good, personally. Mm-hmm. And then heard a lot of his features. I thought he was cool. Bell's palsy. Like the the way that the fact that he can rap the way he does to me was always extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. Because I heard him on Griselda's first album together, WWCD, that dropped last year, which is amazing. Yeah. And I always yeah. I always liked Benny the most out of the three of them. Fast, I always thought fast, Conway fast. was good. Yeah. But on this, he definitely blew me away. And from the first song to the last extremely impressive had some catchy songs on there which you don't really expect from conway like he's more of a give you some lyrics that will fly way over your head like you have to listen yeah. three four times to really catch everything he's saying yeah and his street stories are like they're real you know he's lived everything that he's rapping rapping about on the track exactly. yeah and yeah i mean it's the bars are crazy like i said it was almost my number two i think on every song he's never outmatched uh, lyrically except for method man on uh, lemon lemon which yeah. i don't love the chorus but the verses are sick and method man is he um, knocks it out of the park on that song but other than that conway has the best verses on every song right. and like i said some good choruses I'm looking forward to his next album. And the deluxe version of uh, this album was really good too. Raw Oysters, amazing song. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Conway from uh, King to a God. Big, yeah, it's a nice album. It's a big pick. I agree with you, man. Everything you said. Especially like the, I think there's one track that even Westside, because Westside, we spoke about this, Eric, like, you don't really like his voice, but I think yo sometimes like when when his voice comes in for like, in some, like in, uh, what is it, Spurs 3? In the yeah, album, Spurs three. like I, I like that song. You know, I like his voice on that song. Like I think, like him, he he has big bars, but sometimes his voice, like it throws you off. Like you're fine. What do you say? What? Like it kind of gets annoying sometimes. But I think, like if you have him on the hook, I think he's the for the hook. I think he's perfect. Like if he was on every yes. hook, I think that'd be good. But like if you hear him for like thirty seconds, and you're like, alright, man, my ears, man. You know, 
But yeah, I know what you mean. Though. So Mo and I, have de- we've had a bunch of conversations about West Side Gun, and it's funny because I remember we both didn't really love West Side, and then it just happened that like after Spurs three, we're both like, you know, he's he's kind of grown on me. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> he's not bad. See, exactly. But I agree. I think he belongs on the chorus more, like especially on Benny's album, um, War Paint. He has a great chorus on there. Just stick to that, Matt. Yeah. What are your thoughts on West Side Gun? Yeah, his I lo- I liked his albums the first few times I listened to them, and then they weren't gonna make my list because I got really annoyed by his voice. So you're, you guys <laughs> wow. are absolutely right. I even told my friend at my friend who's a huge hip hop head yeah. at work. I told him I was like, "What's like people's opinion on West Side Gun?" He's like, "Well, his voice is annoying." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah. it's not just me." Facts. But like, I didn't mind like the Pray for Paris. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't mind that album, but eventually it got way too annoying after a while re-listening i don't know i agree with you guys yeah yeah okay uh my number three mm-hmm. is uh alfredo freddie gibbs and mm. the alchemist it's thanks to you eric that i know who freddie gibbs is because i think you sent me uh was it bandana last year yeah. that 2019 yeah and i'm like oh who is this guy and <laughs> then when you sent me alfredo i was like over the moon because i just love freddie's like i just love the way he raps and i like his voice like i think he just has a great flow Mm -hmm. and uh reminds me of like the 90s so much and i think every song is great and and alfredo like it just has a good i just listen to the whole album like just casually walking sometimes and i know it's short i just goes by so fast and it just relaxes me there's some like banger songs on there but there's also some slower songs Mm -hmm. too which is why i love it so yeah we've already talked about it um i think he was even nominated like freddie was at the grammys i think this year too which is crazy hope hope he takes it i think out of the albums who were nominated i think alfredo deserves it but yeah yeah we'll see see. good pick though man that's a good pick nah great pick man and i guess for me my number three so my number three so his name is uh jay electronica i don't know if you guys heard about him okay okay yeah. so yeah. like the, you know like back in the days like again 2009 there was a big hype around him because of jay-z and he was signed to the rock nation he's still signed to the rock nation and like so he he came out with two songs i think it was exhibit c or b i'm not really sure when i heard that bro, i was like nah this guy he's he's the next big you know rapper for sure you know and then like he didn't drop an album since then you know and then it's funny because this year he dropped his album on the 13th of march the our last day at work actually at the office and i remember i was listening to that album while, while i was leaving work and yo he has jay-z on every track which is kind of a cheat code you know it doesn't you know it's kind of a cheat code for me i think because if you have jay-z you know and it's, it's like this album like he talks about a lot of things and the way he did it was that like he did it in 40 days and 40 nights because you know in the bible like um uh, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and um, Moses actually went to uh, Mount Sinai or I don't even know what it's called the Mount and then like he had to stay there for 40 days to receive God's laws you know and like he that's like it, it was a lot of like he talks about a, a God a lot he talks about history a lot and it's crazy because like a lot of the things he was saying the fact that like, I had to like pause it and actually go search it up I was like yo who's like who's this like where does he get this information you know and the way he raps and especially Jay-Z like I never heard of a, of a triple entendre in my life or like a quadruple entendre. Like Jay-Z says things and it means four different things. And I'm just like, it just blows my, yo, it blows my mind. I'm like, who, like it's Jay-Z is Jay-Z for a reason, you know? And even like Jay Electronica, like he says some things and Jay-Z, it's like, he's like Jay-Z's probably his favorite like rapper. And like, I, I know why, you know, it's like the bars and the things he said, 
says it so like he says it so calm like says it calmly but it means like it goes over your head like every rhyme just goes over your head goes over your head because the way he says it but i just feel like it's it's his lyricism is just out of here man and it's just you wouldn't know till because sometimes you hear things like oh i know what that means and you're like oh shit like whoa that's what he meant oh shit that's what he meant and it's just he talks about like just like uh black history and a lot of things that like just interest mm -hmm. me and it's just like whoa like it's just a lot of things i didn't know he taught me things and it's like a lot of rappers can't teach you things nowadays. It's like him. The fact that he did that was just crazy, man. I love that album. Written testimony. It's crazy, man. Oh, have you guys heard about it or? Yeah. So Mo, like that's the album I listened to the most that did not make my list. Like I wow. was in love with it, and then that's amazing. I don't know why I bumped it off these last few days, right. but but that first song, like what it's called, like Soldiers. The Ghost of Soldier right? Slim. Yeah. Oh, that's. Like, that is the way to open up an album. That album. But I think a cup. I don't know. Honestly, I can't answer why it's not on my list, mm -hmm. but I listen to it a lot, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, you're right, super informative. Right, the storytelling. And almost, like, goes over people's heads. Wow. Like, it's it's almost too intellectual for some that's people, I'm guessing. Right, right. I think that's yeah. why. And I think he's um yeah. he's one of the nominees for the top uh, rap albums yep. this year. And the thing is, the only if he doesn't make it, I think the only reason would be that because it's, it's too intelligent for a lot of people and mm -hmm. nowadays people want like something they can actually understand and not have to go and mm -hmm. Google and say like, what, what, what the fuck is this? You know, like it's, yeah, but it's, it was, for me, it was a very impressive album, man. It's like, it's, it was crazy. Yeah. It's a work of art. It's like, it's art over entertainment. Like, exactly. well, like it's entertaining too, but like it's, a, it is art. It's like, it's beautiful. No, it's a, literally, that's the perfect, perfect yeah. word to, to call it a beautiful album. Yeah. It's literally crazy, man. Yeah, yeah definitely. It is, man. And I just want to say, like, Exhibit C, I think, is one of the best rap songs of all time. Like, that's wow. straight lyricism, and the production by Just Blaze is incredible. Yeah. And if you haven't heard that song by J Electronica, Exhibit C, even C. Exhibit A oh is really my God. good. Both of them, C man. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the album is really good, too. And yeah. I had it, like, on my top 10, too, for a 100%. while. Right. But the uh, the few others that knocked it off are albums that just listened to more. And right. there's lyricism that I still don't understand 100%. Yeah, and yeah. Jay Electronica keeps up with Jay-Z, I think, on this album. Oh, that's, that was the that's impressive it. thing about it, yeah. Impressive, for sure. Yeah, definitely. No, good pick, Mo. It's a, a solid number three. Yeah. What will be your... Now we're getting to the top two here. Top What's two. Your number two, Mo? My number two is actually, you guys probably uh, have it on your list. I think, I know Eric, you did. Um, It was King's Disease. And okay. the reason being is that, like, he talks a lot about, like, uh, black empowerment. And, like, the the way, like, especially in the United States, right, the way black people are treated there for me is, like, it's ridiculous, you know. And um, he's just, like, he this album just, it's very relevant to this year with, like, this Black Lives Matters and all these things that are happening. I, I think, like, it was the perfect time for him to drop this album. Um, and just the things he talks about, man, just like, um, black, like empowerment and like black ownership. Cause like, you know, like in the eighties and stuff, like nineties and all these things, like the, the, the way the States like treated black people and what they did was like, I don't know if you guys, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go over like over this cause it's a, it's very like, it's a long topic, but it's like, they did this thing called redlining. So they put all like the, the black people and the Hispanics in one area and like, their their schools were like they were paid less the the teachers were paid less and when you went to a bank you didn't get a, lo a loan and all these things so like it's kind of like it's kind of hard to to try to be do good in your life when like wherever you go your teacher is not getting paid enough so he doesn't care about you you go to a bank to open a business they're not gonna give you a loan and then like you know and like the 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 crack um 
era and all these things that are just happening was just crazy and he talks about a lot of things like that and it's just yeah like these things that a lot of people need to hear especially for information for people that don't know what's going on and the fact that like he was able to actually um rap with people like Lil Durk which I never thought in my life that I would hear Nas and Lil Durk in my life I never you know Lil Durk and then um Anderson Pack actually that that song was good too and then another guy that I never thought he'd ever rap with in my life Fabio Foreign like the, the song spicy it was like the last track on the album yo and i feel like nas like the reason why i like this album so much is that the 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 fact that he's actually he's keeping up with these new artists you know usually like old rappers they always like they're hard-headed right they think oh old school is the best so these new school guys fuck them i don't care but he actually like he was still able to be nas and have these guys come and he actually made them better because they have to do with Nas now, right? The one of the best rappers ever. And now they have to keep up and now they actually have to rap for real. They can't be talking about the same things like in their other tracks, you know? So yeah, now this I like this album a lot though. Definitely. Great rundown. Wow, man. Mo. Super well said. <laughs> like Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else. Well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll go into my number two right now. We've already talked about this. My number two is Glass 2.0 by Mayhem May Loren. Yeah. Like, Eric, when you were texting me, like, oh, I'm loving this, I was thinking the same thing because I was listening to it too. And because it's so short, like, one night before work, I listened to it, like, three times in a row walking to work. And I just, like, the album goes by so, or the EP goes by so fast. It gets literally better every time yeah. I listen to it. And I, I don't think we need to talk about it too much because we already have. But uh, I, I have glass. I have glass on my phone. Like I've uh, I downloaded glass and I haven't I've yet to listen to it because I want to just like get all the 2020 mm. done first. And then I'm going to go back and listen to other people's uh, earlier out that earlier stuff, basically. Okay. Um, no, but like the song Ducati Dreams, that that was a great song. I love Cruise that one. And like the. Son, I'm doing yeah, like good. the first song, Poseidon's Wrath, is like a minute and a half long, but it's like it sets the tone. Bro, I'm gonna have to uh, check this out, eh? Damn, man. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Yo, I'm sleeping on this. Like the bar a, high, got, yeah. Okay. And I like his voice. Like he's got a he's a bigger guy, right? Like he's got a lower voice, but it works really well. Oh, he's like, oh it's wow, voice. it's like a what was you, you would yeah. never picture him like that if you listen to his like just the audio, you know, and then you see him like oh mm -hmm. okay, I know what you mean, yeah. But it works. Wow, it works and absolutely loved it definitely check him out too check and that out he has a lot of again lyricism that'll maybe go over your head but it's delivered in a way that you can appreciate even if you're not into really into lyricism like a lot of catchy songs like i said earlier like i think it's a great i was super impressed and surprised by this album by mayhem mm -hmm. loren like i yeah. said i had written him off back in the day and he grew on me, and he's like, Matt's number two. And Matt, do you know Action Bronson, or have you listened to his music before? No, but I listened to Only for Dolphins, and I liked it a lot. And I people were telling me about his TV show, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, critiquing food or something, yeah. or going around the world. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. So, it's good stuff. He's a personality, right? Yeah. And Mayhem is on that show. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check it out then. Yeah. Glass One is really good, too, Matt. Definitely okay. check it out. Can't wait. Conway the Machine is on there. Like, great verse again. So, no, it's a good pick. Mo, check it out. Everyone everyone else as well. Listen to Glass 2. Definitely. Good stuff. So, wow. I'm doing my back-to-back -back number truth. two and number one. I don't think this is going to surprise anybody. Maybe the order will, but I don't think it will. So, my number two album is... 
Burden of Proof by Benny Whoa. the Butcher and Hit Man. Boy. Yeah. So I got to give Hit Boy his shine on this as well. He produced all the songs on the album right. as well. Y'all know I'm a big Benny fan. Pulled Had high, high expectations going into this album. Right. Because I'd been hyped for it all year long. Well, as soon as I found out about Benny anyways. And um, so in like May. And he did not disappoint on here. I, I think this album only gets better with time. I think the first time I heard it, I kind of thought it'd be a little better. That's just because coming off of Conway's album, that surprised me a lot. I thought it'd be better for sure. And I was kind of confused at first. But now that I've listened to it like 20 times, I know it's better than Conway's <laughs> yeah, album, yeah. in my opinion. 100%. So I think it's a fantastic album. 12 songs long. No skips again. You've said it all already. Benny's an extremely mm -hmm. confident and um, con confident artist. His punchlines are great. Metaphors, wow. lyricism is amazing. And I think it's just a well-curated project that you got to give, again, Hit Boy props for. For getting a lot of the... He got a lot of big features on here. Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs, um, Dom Kennedy. It's a great song yeah. they have together. But I think, again, Benny has never outperformed on any nah, of the songs. He, right. um, he, he runs the show. It's his time to shine. He showcased it. And now I think the world is watching. Like, mm -hmm. it's already been said that he has collaborations with Drake. So I think whenever those are released, he'll be on an even higher pedestal and platform. Drake. And wow. um like no, not to take anything away from Conway, like his stories are amazing and like I said he had a few catchy songs, but I just think like the way Benny tells his stories are a notch higher than him, mm. which is why like and I love this battle between the two of them, Conway and Benny. It's like they'll keep pushing each other and then mm. West Side Gun is just there and making his money through them. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but West Side Gun is like I feel like he's kind of like their leader type of thing. Like he helps him a lot. Like I don't know, I I watched a couple interviews and he helped him like kind of rap rap like he made them actually grind and he, he takes care of a lot of things behind the scenes and stuff like that and i wanted to talk about what you said about drake if he does the song with drake drake is, is gonna have to come in his a game like he's gonna have to like rap because benny's he's, he's there to like he's it's his time now and he's gonna show the world that like i'm the new guy now you know i'm the yeah. new best rapper now so drake has to watch out man I'm scared. He's for up there for sure. And I would yeah. also recommend the EP that dropped in 2019 by Benny oh. the Butcher called The Plugs I Met. Oh, Amazing my God. EP. And there's apparently a sequel coming out this year, oh 2020. Yeah, God. this year. So that's apparently fully produced by Harry Fraud, who produced mm -hmm. Glass 2. So something else to look forward to. And I think Man. there'll be a lot more Beg Griselda in 2021. So I can't wait I for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, no disrespect to West Side Gun, of course. He is the leader. Yeah. Like, he's the brains behind the operation. Exactly. So, which, I mean, he knows what he's doing. You know? He's a smart dude. I just don't but, think he's an amazing rapper. He's not the same kind of rapper as as um, Conway and Benny. But, mm, hey, he's doing his thing. Good for him. Exactly. Facts. Facts. So, right. my number one, which has already been touched on a little bit by both of you there, should come as... <clears throat> no surprise mm. if you've been following the pod or speak to me ever mm. about music. Someone I've mm. been talking about for years who's finally the man. It's Freddie mm. Gibbs, Alfredo, <sighs> along with Alchemist again. A big reason why this project is so good. Freddie Gibbs just keeps getting better. Again, he's in his mm. 30s, almost 40. This man is killing it. 
most versatile artist in the game right now other than Kendrick. I think he's on that level to me. It's like Freddie Gibbs and Kendrick are the two that I'm always watching out for, mm. and I can't wait to see what Kendrick does, but that's, we'll talk about that later. Another so time, Alfredo, yeah. again, this is a project that had real no real warning. It was just it leaked on Twitter that he was dropping an album the next day. I didn't think it was true, but then I was extremely pleasantly surprised that it was. No songs are missed here. 10 out of 10 album, 1985 to All Glass. I don't skip a single song. Comes in at less than 40 minutes long. His versatility is just on display. So many different flows. He uses different voices and deliveries. And yeah, I mean, some slower songs. Some songs where he's just rapping his ass off. Like on 1985, he makes insane, like double if not triple entendres on some bars. And um, yeah, just some good stuff. I mean... It's funny that I watched the movie Back to the Future 2 like a few days before the album dropped and one of my favorite lyrics on the album references Back to the Future 2. I'll just read out the bars. It's a dumb high, Marty McFly. Put down the crack bet on myself like I went back to the future with a rap almanac. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of the word almanac and that's in Back to the Future 2. So it's an, I feel like that's an obscure line that you're mm. not going to get unless you've seen Back to the Future 2. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, just a huge Gibbs fan. Frank mm. Lucas introduced me to Benny. Mm. Mo, you said it, and I said that I wrote it down. I want to see a collab album from these two down the road. Oh, that's, that's going to be a dangerous thing, though, man. I'm scared for rappers, man. If that happens... Should be. <laughs> it's going to be a problem, man. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so like Matt mentioned earlier, Bandana was Freddie Gibbs' album that dropped in 2019, which was my oh, top two rap album of last year. Mm. And I didn't think he could top that, which he did with Alfredo in my mind, because there's no throwaways on Alfredo. I think Bandana, 15 songs, there's like two I'd cut for sure. But I still love that album. I'm just saying like he really put together an extremely well curated rap album with Alfredo and I hope he wins his Grammy and Uncle Al the Alchemist deserves every bit of success on that as well amazing production so that's my number one and honestly I knew nothing was going to top it unless Kendrick dropped an album or if like (laughs) not that I'm not that I'm saying Benny like he's my number two album but maybe he could have topped it, but no. Mm. Since the album dropped, it's been Alfredo number one all year long. Yeah. All year long, and you shouldn't be surprised. It's my number one either. No, no, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. Okay. Just for my number one. Now this album, I had to make sure this was my number one. Wow. So I made. I listened to this album every night before work for two weeks straight, Ooh. just making sure. Like I don't want. Because this is by one of my favorite rappers of all time. And I didn't want to just put him in there just because of his name and because I love his 90s stuff. So I'm talking about Nas's King's Disease. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Nas. Like, love him. Mm-hmm, uh, probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Like, in terms of pure talent, I don't know if anyone's better than him. Like, in terms of just rapping ability. I might only like maybe one one rapper more than Nas in terms of like just the way he raps and that's Tupac, but uh, yeah. Nas is one of my favorites. So this I had to make sure though like this this album wasn't getting put in there just because of who it was singing mm-hmm. uh, rapping, but uh, no every song hits for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, I, I just memorized this album, so I don't know. It's just so familiar <laughs> to me now. Yeah. I'm going to keep listening to I'm going to keep listening to it, and it's going to go in my rotation, you know. 100%. Along with all the 90s stuff I still listen to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, Ill- Illmatic is on repeat all the time for me. Man. So. Like I said, I'm, like, stuck in the early ni- or the mid-90s. Facts. And, uh, <laughs> I don't blame like, you. You guys, you guys have helped me a lot, like, open my horizons and not being closed-minded. Right, right. Um, and we'll talk about we'll talk more about that when we're talking about twenty twenty one. So, mm-hmm. but now that's my number one. Nas is uh, King's Disease. Hundred um, percent, love Crazy it. Crazy album. Great pick. I mean, yeah, it was on all of our lists. I mean, I, yeah. I thought it was gonna be my one of my top top albums as well. So yeah, no, it's a, a great pick. Nas, uh, like if that's his last album, I think that's the perfect way to go. Honestly, what hundred percent? I agree, man. Yeah, Mo, what's your number one? Man, okay, my number one, I'm going to take it out of the States. I have to go to the UK for this one. And my number one album, his name is, uh, I think I told you about it, Eric, as well, Jay Huss's album. And, okay. and man, for me, it's, so the album, the, the, the title of the album is Big Conspiracy. And he literally, like everything that every artist on my list was talking about, he talks about everything. He talks about like just of course like um like just black history and like his melody and like the just the just the things that he touches on the the flow switches the cadences and like he can rap and just have slower songs and talks about like just the the system the way it's it's made for certain people and just like just don't let your environment judge who you are and sh- like even though you you're from this place or this place like talks about you can do anything doesn't really matter you know and. Like, for me, that's very important for a lot of people to know. And he also touched on something that Dave East touched on, which is, like, of course, another thing. Like, be yourself. One or another thing. Like, of course, I'm going to mention it again. Like, a lot of people, like, they try to be their, the other people and stuff like that. And he talks, he talks about don't compare yourself to people you see on social media or, like, comparing. I think, Eric, you touched on that. Like, comparing to others. And now you're saying, oh, this guy got a house. He did this. I didn't do that. You know, just stay in your lane. Focus on your own thing. And... Just don't focus on other people because if you focus on other people, like you're wasting time, you're just wasting your time to do what you can do. And he touches about things like that. And just the way like the flow, like, I don't know if you guys listen, to, you guys should definitely listen to this guy. Like he is a monster and he's young. He's like 23 or two. I'm not even sure his age, but like in the UK, like this is the best album there for everyone. No matter if you're older, like if you're you like old old school rap, new school rap, like this is the album that like they 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 they're talking about stuff like if they had one if the aliens came to Earth and one rapper had to represent us, they'll put J Hus up there for us. And like when they said that at first, I was like, wow, man, you crazy. And then wow. this album, man, I'm telling you guys, it's just ridiculous. Like no denying, fighting like fighting for your right. Um, helicopter, big conspiracy. Um, like every, li- literally every single track on the album is is a banger. I listen. This is the album I listen to the most this year. Like every day, wow. I have to listen to like at least one song, man. It's it's ridiculous. And I definitely think you guys should listen to this. And, and of course, he has the UK accent, which kind of can throw people off, you know, a bit. But like, if you mm-hmm. listen to what he's saying, it's it's crazy. And also, like to me, I think the the most impressing thing is when you can say something so complicated and make it seem simple for me that's like a gift that a lot of people don't have and like jay electronica he would say something complicated and he'd say even more complicated so now you have to go research it but he will do the (laughs) same thing you know he'll do the same thing but like you can understand anyone can understand what he's saying but it's actually very crazy but like just he makes it very understandable 
and for me like yeah it's, it's it's a top album for me this year it's a good pick man i actually listened to it. i only listened to it once and i remember thinking it was really good and uh, i yeah. should go back to it. i actually just re-downloaded it again on my phone like i have it but it's just not downloaded as like available offline now it is so no i mean mm-hmm. it, it was good stuff i gotta give it another listen i knew it was gonna be on your list so Good yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big conspiracy. Great, great song and great Jesus. album as well. Yeah, same with Eric. I listened to it and I will be re listening to it because of it's your number one, Mo. And yeah. I'm going to give it, a, like, I only listened to it once, right? And then right. my notes say very good, though. So right. I, I liked it. I just didn't go back. Right, 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 I, right. I wrote notes for every album I listened wow, to. Wow, very good. That's good, so, though. Yeah. Should be very, 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 very good. good. You know? <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, it should be, it should say great or excellent. That's it was either I wrote very good, great or excellent. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Album. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, I need to I need to give another listen, Mo. Yeah, 100%, 100%. For sure. All right, man. Well, good list, everybody. Were there a couple like yeah. honorable mentions? Like I'm surprised none of no one had uh, Royce the Five Nines album, the Allegory. Which mm. I'm just gonna say really quickly, I like a lot, but I think it's a shocker too long. It's been my mm-hmm. thing the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of songs I love on there, and I love Royce. I think he's a sick rapper, very lyrical, and like talks about relevant uh, content matter and like what's going on in society and stuff, and like injustices and everything. So mm-hmm. I think Royce is one of the most important artists we have out today. Just a little too long, but I really mm-hmm. enjoy the album. A lot of the songs on there, anyways. That would be mm-hmm. one of mine. Yeah, I just have two quickly, and one of them's Jay Electronica written testimony. Mm. And the other one that was on my list a while ago, but the album was way too long after re-listening to it, and that's MC8 Lessons. Like, it was... There's some great songs on there, but then it got too annoying after a while. Mm -hmm. Listening to it, like, for the fifth time, it got... I was a little annoyed by some of the songs, so I I got voted off my list. Mm -hmm. So those are my two honorable mentions. Um, I actually have one for Cam, Eric. Um, And um, it's Nav... Nav... um, Tsunami... Yeah, Cam, shout out Cam. This for you, man. <laughs> but nah, but <laughs> yeah, but um, for me, oh man, for me it would definitely be um this new school um um new uh, New York rapper. His name is Chef G. I think I told you to listen to him yep. a couple times, Eric. And like yep. his album, um, um, what is it? Note to Self, I I believe it's called. Um, I think that album was very good, and he kind of have he's that voice too, right? He has that deep voice that makes you want to listen to what he's saying and gives every word more importance. Like, even if he says something that's, like, not that lyrical, just his voice, like, he kind of has, has like, that pop smoke deep voice type of thing. So if you want to go work out or anything like that, the energy, and he actually has bars too. So, like, I think Chef G would um, definitely be one. And second one, I, I don't really know what my, what my other one would be, but, yeah, I would leave it to that. So the Chef G one you told me to listen to was called One and Only. And I did and listen only. to it, actually. Right. I liked it. Yeah. It definitely, like, big Pop Smoke vibes for sure. Yeah, and I really yeah, liked yeah. it. Like, I thought it was a solid 12-song album, 25 minutes. It was good. Right. Short and sweet. But yeah, yeah Cam, man, the guy keeps talking to me about Emergency Tsunami. Like, it's the best Emergency thing to come out tsunami, in like, the last bro. 20 years. <laughs> Shout out Cam. Oh, man. man. He was like, I don't know. Don't did forget. you listen to that album, Emergency Who, Tsunami? Me? Bro, the, this yeah. is the thing too. Like me, I have two different categories for rap in my head, right? I have like that type of rap, like that Travis and um, um, Young Thug and Nav and all that stuff. And I have this type of rap. So, but that it was a good album though. Like if you're if you're just trying to vibe, you're in a whip, you know, just cruising, just chilling, you know, with the homies, just chilling. Like it's it's a good song to listen to. But like, 
you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's missing something, you know, but I, I feel like if we talk about like a different genre of rap, that would be on there for sure. Definitely a good album, though. I just want to, like, a few people submitted what their favorite albums were of the year. So my cousin Farid said Man on the Moon 3 was his favorite. Farid. Uh, friend of the program, five-time guest now, Bassam Issa, hey. rattled off a couple Bassam. of albums. So his one of his was Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, wow. Spilligion as 100%. well, and Alfredo. Oh. So thanks, Whoa. Bassam, for the, the three submissions. And my cousin Dylan Deshaun also said, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. So, mm, I mean, that's definitely an album that I think a lot of people love so, this year. And I, I liked it a lot as well. Pop mm-hmm, Smoke, mm-hmm. gone Man, too rest soon. Rest in peace, the woo. Yeah, rest in peace for sure. So, yeah, those are the submissions. So, thanks, everybody, for submitting your albums. So, if we look forward to next year or this year by the time this episode has dropped, who are you most looking forward to? put out an album this year if you want to list like a couple of people i wrote down a few but you guys can mm. start us off mo we can go with you first okay. guest of honor um, like who are you looking for this year to put out some music man honestly man i i'm, I'm really excited about a kendrick lamar album man like that's one of the ones i'm excited for just because like every album he has has a different like theme a different like like he he's always trying to have a different message on each album and i'm just excited to see what he's going to talk about this time cuz he he i feel like he actually takes his time with with each song and makes sure it's actually perfect so i'm very excited about what he's going to do next year of course j cole like i feel like this year like his albums i think did he drop an album this year i think he did um no, i'm not too no. sure though no he did he was just in a lot of features i'm guessing but i feel like that that kendrick and j cole debate should just end you know kendrick is just different i think like he's just in a different level he's different flows but yeah definitely kendrick um definitely um benny the butcher i want to see what he's gonna do next honestly if he's gonna keep up this hype that he has around him because uh like like you said um freddie gibbs is snapping right now so like he has to a little bit like i feel like i don't know who's better but i think like next year will tell like who's gonna have the more like like uh, longevity and stuff like that you know definitely but honestly i didn't really think about who i want to have like next year but yeah that's it i think for now okay no it's good answers for sure matt what about you well if i'm being truthful i don't think i'm knowledgeable enough to answer this question but i'm just going to take this time to thank my friend from work who helped me like do this homework of listening to all these 2020 albums and he has a huge uh, hip-hop instagram account called the uh, hip-hop fiend 85 and like he loves he has a huge collection like i don't know you guys can see in my background all my movies but like he's got like cds and albums and cassettes all over his house and uh, i'll just tell you guys his top five because he 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 texted me his top five and he i thought you guys would like hearing it like number five he's got glass 2.0 four run the jewels four three is king's disease two is alfredo freddie gibbs and then his number one is actually Sarox, the sharecropper's daughter, okay. it shocked me actually that that was his number one. But yeah. he, like, if you just go look at his Instagram, you'll see how like how like he bleeds hip hop, and he's much like he's older than all of us, mm-hmm. so he's just been listening to this since he was a kid. Wow. Okay. So I just want to thank you, Brandon, for helping me, and he will be listening to this, so okay. he's right excited on. to hear this. Hey. So. That's what's up. Yeah. Solid. But for like 2021, I, I'm a newbie, so I can't. I'm just going to, Eric's going to text me what to listen to and I'll just be doing that. <laughs> oh, 
No, thanks for the submissions, Brandon. Like, solid talk. I'll definitely be checking out Sarok now. I mean, it was Matt's number nine, but you're number one, so I'll definitely uh, look for her for sure. So, Mo, like, Kendrick, of course, is a classic. He hasn't dropped an album since 2017. Yeah. Damn, which, like you said, like, all of his albums are so different, and he's, he's a perfectionist, so you know he's not going to put out something if he doesn't think it's his 110%, and that nice. it's not something that's already been... It's going to be something that sounds completely different, basically. It's going to shift the culture. So, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick is definitely number one, and I hope he does drop an album next year. Same. Another one who now it'll be four years since he's dropped an album, is someone I thought would be further along in his rap career, Joey Badass. That's someone <laughs> Joey, I've been telling people fuck. about. Yeah, since like 2012, I'm like, Badass. this guy's up next. Uh, and he's that. still like, man, he could be at the top, I think. I don't know, yeah, I don't on, know why he hasn't blown up Bro. more than... Like, the people who know how good he is, and Mo, you yeah. know him, of course, like, know he's an amazing rapper. Joey's but he's just, different. I think he has his hand in so many other things. Like, he's trying to make it as an actor as well, as an yeah, executive, yeah. building his label. Right. I just think he's taking too much time. Like, he's trying to expand his roster and put his other artists on, but mm-hmm. he's they're not even dropping that much music. So I think they need to rebrand, and, like, he needs to put out more music so people know nice. about him. And yeah. then, by expansion they'll know about the rest of his crew. So wow. Joey, I hope drops an album this year for 100%. sure. Facts. And Pusha T would be my third one. I think Wow. Uh, it'll, it'll be three years. I think Pusha is one of the best rappers in the game right now. Facts. Another one in his thirties or maybe even 40. I don't know. How I think, old 40. Pusha I think T is, but like, 40s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a man's, you're at your best in your middle age. You know, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, that's the part of the year. It changed Fast. my life. Those would be the big ones. And like, I'm a big Flatbush Zombies fan as well. They dropped an EP this year, which I thought was like decent. I have high expectations of them whenever they put out an, a project. So I hope they have a better album this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And like, obviously Benny, like, like you said, Mo, I'm interested to see what Benny does next. It's mm-hmm. always about your next move, unfortunately. And, like, that's just how we're conditioned as humans. Like, Facts. we don't enjoy the successes we achieve as much as we should. And we're always looking forward to the next high. Like, always chasing that high. Yeah. But in this case, it's true. Like, I want to see what you do next. So, I love Burden of Proof. And I'm still, I'll am still, i still be listening to it. But I want to see what your next move is. And I, I don't think he's going to disappoint. I think... Me neither. He's at he's year three of a ten-year run. That's what he keeps saying. So manifest your uh, thoughts into reality facts so yeah i mean i mean if you guys have any um final notes to add or like stuff for the year i think that'd be a good place to to wrap it up i'm just can't wait to for 2021 i'll be doing my research starting january mm. so i'll be fully prepped next year for the top ten, top 10 of 2021 right, right. that's what i like to hear yeah. Mo, uh, thanks a lot for joining us. You absolutely no killed problem, it on man. here. And it was super fun to hear about your top 10. Like like I said at the beginning of the episode, Facts. that's definitely something I miss. And that like yeah. we still text here and there about music and stuff. and Facts. But it's not the same as just like kicking it at work and talking yeah. about like albums that we're looking forward to and stuff. So this has been fun. Catch 100%. up on that front and just hear your thoughts on all of your albums. You mm-hmm. went into great detail on everything and definitely made me want to re-listen to all those albums again. So thanks a lot, Mo. Um, Thanks for, for joining us. Me, Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. Even me, like you, you guys thought me new albums, new people to listen to, and I'm definitely going to do that. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank Good stuff. Guys.
And yeah, Matt, any uh, parting words for the audience? I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the episode. And I just want to thank you, Mo, because when you were talking about your albums in your top 10, like I could feel the passion and I loved like, mm. I loved hearing you talk about them. I, I just love hearing people talk about what they love really. Right. So it was great having you on. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate great it. Great stuff. So yeah, thanks a lot, everybody for listening. I hope you all walk away from it with some, with some new uh, recommendations and albums to listen to and artists to look forward to. So yeah, I mean, stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Keep staying safe, everybody. Love you all. And yeah, peace. Peace. Hey.